Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The place that was much more politically astute, that was the, that was the big thing for me, you know, walking out of Jordan and walking into Ferrari. All of a sudden, you're in this place which is, you know, far better run. You've got uh, much more resource to do what you want. You've got, um, you know, a bigger set of, uh, you know, bigger group of people to, to to do what you want in terms of engineering terms, just the infrastructure um, and the culture of winning um, is there from from the outset. But it was a more politically astute place as well. You had to kind of, you know, you couldn't go there and 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 think that the way that you acted um, as a team or even as an individual in a place like Jordan or, or Benetton of the day, you know, places like that, um, would be, you know, acceptable in in a place like, like Ferrari because there was a hierarchy, um, but that hierarchy was very, very good in in setting boundaries um, and I think that's that's what they did very well. And it wasn't an overbearing hierarchy, you know, if you take the, you know, the, 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 at the top of the tree was, was Jean Todd. Um, who, who kind of looked after me from from the outset of, of going to Ferrari, um, and then on, directly under him was Ross, um, and Ross worked with you know Paolo Martinelli on the engine side, um, Rory Byrne on the on the on the design side, but really Ross was the the, the technical boss, um, and you know and and they just did a fantastic job of of, of running the company, um, and they set the boundaries of, of where they wanted us to work. But they also had a very, very clear vision and a very, very clear plan, and that was the first time I'd actually seen that. Um, and that, you know, I learned so much in, in in those early formative years at Ferrari, where I could kind of watch these these Formula One megas at work, really, and and see how they worked together and see how they interacted. And it was only when they they left as well that you understood how much they were doing. Um, you know, because we were dominant in 2003 and 2004, you know, and, and, and six and seven and eight. You know, the, the the car was was the best car ever. It was it was totally dominant, especially that that 04 car. Um, you know, it was the same level of dominance as probably what what Mercedes have got now. If probably a little bit more at times because we were finishing races a minute in front of other people, which um, is <laughs> slightly embarrassing um, at times. In fact, Monza that year, um, we lapped everybody. Uh, by the end of the first lap, because of, by the end of the second or third lap, because of general mistakes, bad decisions, I think we were Michael and Rubens were were last and penultimate, and they finished the race first and second, 
um, almost lapping Fernando Alonso in third. So. <laughs> that is bonkers, isn't it? Is that inevitable in our sport that it's cyclical? A team will just hit a purple patch, and because at the moment there's lots of oh, it's just so boring. But hasn't that always been the case that you know now with Mercedes, before that with Red Bull, and then with you at Ferrari, that it's 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 just the way sport works, or at least Formula One. Yeah, I think it is. I, I, I think it is, and and I think what what we don't do enough. Um, you know, I, I was I was I was reading about the the, the Premiership. Um, um, slightly obsessed with football and I was you know I was reading about you know what what Man City have done done this year um, which is incredible to be honest and 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 when you read about it, it it's 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 kind of everything's written and everything the whole narrative there is is a celebration of, of excellence um, and what we don't do in Formula One I don't think is we don't celebrate the excellence you know we're about the pinnacle of motorsport we're about being Excellent. Um, we're about achieving, you know, the the, the ultimate goals. Um, and and when you get a, a team like Mercedes and before that Red Bull and before that Ferrari, what we're not doing, we celebrate for a short while because they're kind of they've knocked whoever was was the previous king off off their throne. So we celebrate that for, for a short while, but very quickly we get bored of it. And and what we don't do and almost is almost resent it a bit. And, and, and totally resent it because it's ruining the sport and all the rest of it. But it's not their fault, you know, and, and it's like Lewis Hamilton, you know, Lewis come out with after the French Grand Prix that, um, you know, it, don't blame us kind of thing. We don't we don't make the rules. And he's dead right. You know, it's not the drivers. It's not the it's not the team's fault. Um, you know, the uh, as a whole, Formula One, the teams, the drivers, the, the commercial rights holder, the, the, the governing body. You know, we all have a responsibility to put on a on a on a show and, and, and to make it entertaining. But if the formula is such that it allows for somebody to dominate, then let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate their success and how good they are and what they're doing as a team. You know, you look at Mercedes now, and they are, and they are for, for want of a better word, and, and I'll get killed in all courts for saying this, but they're dominant. Mm. Of course they are. Um, but, but they've worked their asses off to get into that position. You know, and I've been in a position where I've been part of a team that's worked its ass off to get into a position of, of utter dominance. Um, where you're winning everything and, and you kind of get slated and you think, well, that can't be right because, like, you know, where do you win? Have you got, like, this period of, like, six months where you are winning, initially winning and that's all right and before that you're rubbish because you're not winning and then after you're winning too much? Do you think it's a British thing? I mean, because when I'm thinking about those who are making the complaints, it does seem to be from these quarters and I am always surprised that Lewis Hamilton doesn't get more praise. You know, this is a five-time world champion that has done incredibly well. It's just, his story should be a movie, I'm sure it will be. Um, but I just think we love a plucky underdog and then beyond that, the minute people start just getting a bit too successful, we want to bring them back down to earth. Yeah, def- it's definitely, a, I think... A, why, though? I mean, why do we do it? I don't know. It's part of our culture, isn't it? I've, I've, I've got no idea why we don't just celebrate, you know, somebody who is, who is, who is dominant and, and brilliant. Mm. You know, we always want the... I think it, it, it's, it's a natural part of the culture that you want an underdog to, mm. to do well. Of course you do. Um, but then that does that shouldn't allow you. That shouldn't be be so imbalanced that you can't also celebrate, you know, excellence and and, and dominance. Um, and and Lewis is a is is a prime example. You know, the the lad's done done fantastic. He's not from a particularly wealthy 
background, you know, I don't really know a lot about his, his, his background. Um, but I don't think he's from a particularly wealthy background. He's picked up by McLaren when he, when he was young. But he's done a lot of that himself, you know, and his talent is 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 mercurial. Is he's he's absolutely brilliant in that car, and that's what Mercedes pay him for. Um, but also, he's he's got that whole, you know, you've got to give a lot of credit to, to to Toto and the team as well for the way that they've made the whole thing gel together, um, you know, and and they just keep knocking out, you know, brilliant car after brilliant car. But he keeps delivering it as well, and I think there's a there's you know it's it's so dominated by the car now and engineers Formula One that there's very few drivers that you could put in a in a less than brilliant car mm. and hope that they're going to win the world championship for you um, in fact you can count them on, on, on one or two maybe three fingers um, but, and he's one of them yeah I mean as an engineer what what is it like working with someone like that you know as you say it's well I don't know what percentage would you give it car versus driver it depends on the driver. It absolutely depends on the driver. You know, it's 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 a good question, and people are always asking it. But I think it depends on the driver. I don't think you can say, oh, you know, for for this driver it's fifty-fifty. For def- definitely for Lewis, it's 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 fifty-fifty, and maybe even you know sixty-forty in 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 his favour. For other drivers, um, you know, you know, let's say not triple A grade drivers who've who've got in brilliant cars and still and and can still win and, and win world championships as well. Um, it's perhaps you know 60, 40, 70, 30 in in, in the car's favour. So it really depends on on the driver and, and his talent. But but um, Lewis is is very much a triple A AAA grade talent that we should be celebrating on a daily basis. Would you like the opportunity to work with Lewis if you do go back into the sport? Would you like to go at the top end of the sport or come in with a, a lower team and bring them up through the ranks? Um, I've got no fixed idea. But but right now, if I think about it. Um, I, I think I would like to to go back in, having kind of tasted both sides over the last however many years it is, um, of going in there and having success in something that's that's been built and contributing to that in some way, of course, or maybe contributing in a bigger way to 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 a a project and, and bringing that up. I think that I would like to go into something which which has that success. If you're going to do Formula One. You know, or, or my, my my attitude of if you're going to Formula One, then you've got to get out of bed on a Sunday morning um, and have skin in the game. Mm. You know, you've got to get out of bed on a Sunday morning and think, right, we're, we're, we can win this today, and that be a realistic chance as well, not just some you know pie in the sky um, dream. So I think if you know, um, if when you know I do go back into it on a full-time basis Ooh, they said <laughs> you, it was if slash when, and I felt that the emphasis was more on when. Really? Um, I've just said if, when. That's all I've said, Natalie. Um, if I do go into it um, on a on a full time basis, then I think I'd like to do it with a with 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 a top team and, and be part of that. You know, contribute to to that that success. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.